episode number 143 of the Ring Fanatics podcast. I am Nick, your host. With me is my co-host, Joel. Today, we are joined by the host of the Turnbuckle Tabloid. Please welcome Jay and Mike. What's going on, guys? How you been? How you doing, guys? I'm doing great. Your audio. Jay, there we go. We're back. Listen, it's 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 four something over here on this time. It's happy hour. Enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Jay's on vacation this week, so he's having a ball with his, at his place. Yeah. Well, Almost I'll, definitely. I, I didn't come prepared. Off the weekend, good. Yeah. Exactly. You also keep prepared with beers. I don't know. Wasn't ready for that. Exactly. Shit. Um. So yeah, how you guys been? How's everything? First cross promotion that we're doing together as a podcast. Um. So yeah, uh, today's episode we're gonna be talking about MVPs. In our opinion, who we think is the MVP of both WWE and AEW. And other stuff that happened within the past 24 hours in the world mm-hmm. of professional wrestling. Um, so I saw this post that was on Twitter not too long ago. And it asked who the fans think is the MVP of WWE. Um, mm-hmm. The lists that they put down was Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, Rhea Ripley, Cody Rhodes, Gunther, Dominic Mysterio, Jey Uso, and LA Knight. Um, I want to start off with the guys at the tabloid since you're a guest. It doesn't have to be those specifically. You guys, if there's any others, you can say it any other. Um, but who do you guys think was the MVP of 2023 in WWE? Mike, you can go first. Go ahead, Mike. Uh, I think those names are they most are definitely deserving of the list. Honestly, at, at this point, Roman Reigns would probably be at the bottom considering for most of the year he pretty much wasn't around. But I will say. Angle-wise and storytelling, he's probably at the top. I will say. I mean, just, just I, I completely forgot that the whole Royal Rumble angle was just this year alone. So, uh, like you said, like Dominic Mysterio's on there as well. Gunther. Yeah, Dom's definitely on that list. Yeah. yeah. For for someone that really hasn't done much, he's done a lot in the past year. I will say. Um, I want to give like honorable mentions like the Uso, like both the Usos. I know Jay's on there, but I'll I'll say for Jimmy as well. Aside from the heel turn, it doesn't make any sense still. Like Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, I would give credit to. And also like Soul Sokoa, I'll give credit like, a little nod to as well. Okay. Yeah. Soul's not a bad, not a bad person to put on that list either. Right. He's how yeah yeah a good year. Yeah, a breakout so year, I would say. So for me. Um, I would have put an uh, MVP form right now because of what they've been doing consistently year around all, all, all through the year. And um, he actually brought a lot of more eyes to the product in the past year or so. Also, his work has been great. Uh, his his promos, his his the, the charisma that he's been able to uh, 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 resonate to the to the masses. But I wouldn't put him as MVP. I would probably put him as most improved. But yet, it would have been a strong MVP candidate. Would have been Damian Priest. Mm. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. After the match that he had in Puerto Rico and Backlash with Bad Bunny, it took him and skyrocketed him to another level. And it gave confidence to the management and the upper tier individuals in WWE to say, we could trust this dude to do what we need him to do, and he'll do it. It's also right. been able to, uh, as we can see now, we see a lot of merchandise has been sold through him with the yeah. um, the backlash and the, um, the the Judgment Day stuff. 
especially the ones that that, that translate to our, our, our Boricuas out there. So he did a great job with that. But in, um, in all honesty, the number one person that's the MVP, we could go through Cody, we could go through Seth. These guys have always been consistent, and we always know them to be guys that's always going to be the uh, top-tier performers, wrestlers in the business. But I would give it to Jey Uso because it's been such a big transition from him to move away from being a part of a tag team and be able to show that he is an individual. And the biggest thing that they did was that they were able to... We were all sitting there trying to speculate how are they going to break up the Usos, and I think they found the, the right line to do that, to give them their separation. And when that occurred, we saw how much of a star that Jay is. And I think for, for WWE, he's earned it this year as their MVP. I think Jay has had more of an improvement over Jimmy because Jimmy, I know Joel and I talked about this, like I think last week where, you know, I think Jimmy, we're still finding his place in terms of being a solo superstar. Mm-hmm. He's fine in Roman still. He's just like, I think he's put in that Jay position from when Jay first became main event Jay Uso to where right. Jay Uso is still, we already seen that solo run from him. So he, we already know what he could do prior to this breakup from the Usos. Um, but in terms of MVP of 2023, I'm going to have to give this to, to Gunther because Ooh. I think you can get the same reasonings that Jay said for for Damian Priest. You know, every single match that Gunther has had, whether it was premium live event or on Raw, was much CTV. And yeah. he made that IC title more important than it was before then. One of the great IC titles reigns we've seen in quite some time now. So... He put relevance on that title. He, every like I said, every single match of his was always musty. Even on Raw, when he main evented with Gable, Bronson Reed, and others, I think it was he definitely put his name. Yeah, he could also be most improved as well. But I think he made it more memorable to watch. Joel, what about you? I gotta put up there Damian Priest. Damian Priest, like Jay said, has done so much this year especially going back all the way to the Puerto Rico show and what he's done since then has just been incredible. Um, I hope with this big return that just happened with Punk, hopefully the money in the bank isn't just left in the back of people's mind and they don't do anything with it. I'm kind of nervous that's what's going to happen and he's going to just cash in and just fail. Uh, hopefully that's not the case, especially with the work that he's put in. He deserves to have that money in the bank moment and succeed. Yeah. Just quick, I got a prediction for that. I already I, I said it on Turbocal Tabloid, and uh, Mike gets mad at me because I, I, I guess nine out of ten times my predictions come out right. <laughs> this fucker said uh, Goldberg was going to beat the Fiend, and I and ever since then he's been he's been winning. And every prediction he says, it's it always came true. If they, I hate if, for that one, Jay. If they had WWE on if they had WWE on FanDuel, I'd be I'd, I'd have been a gazillionaire right now. So here's my prediction. With this Punk, one I agree with. About, by the way, before you say it, with Punk coming back. I I expect one way along the line since they're already building up the Seth Rollins and, and Punk feud. I I believe what's gonna happen is Punk is going to cause Seth to lose the belt by interference or distraction. Damien cashes in and he wins the title right then and there. And it's which will lead up to a match at WrestleMania. Okay. Mm. Good. Okay. Not I'm bad. not mad at that. 
Yeah, I, I, I kind of had the the same with him getting cashed in at Royal Rumble, and then um, fighting <coughs> uh, Priest at Mania, and losing to Priest. Now let me ask you guys this: uh, How would it be? How would it be if 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 Damian wins the Royal Rumble, right? Mm-hmm. But still cashed in that night, and it puts a spin on now. Who becomes the next uh, in line for the WrestleMania title if Damian has already won the Rumble and uh, he cashed in his money in the bank? Yeah, because I think Joel, you had the same prediction. I think with the Miz years ago, right? Oh, if the, yeah. So a couple of years ago, I said it. If there, the, if there was a year to do champion versus champion, it was that year. I think it was mm-hmm. 2017 that the Miz was just going off with the IC title. Right. I think this is the moment. If you're going to do a cash-in with Priest and get the belt on Priest, but you still want to do Rollins and Punk, that match does not... That match is so big, it doesn't need the belt. Uh, right. Rollins and Punk. I think you could let Priest cash in and do Gunther and Priest title versus title at Mania. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I always believe that, you know, people always want to have this belief that titles need to be uh, in the main event or uh, the staple of a big event or, or or a big match. And I have always said, even with uh, the possibility, which probably we see that door dwindling slowly and slowly to close, uh, Rock and Roman doesn't need to happen with a title. It could always be, yeah. it always be about who's the true yeah. tribal chief. Exactly. Exactly. And I do think my prediction for the cash-in is, which also can happen, if Punk wins the Rumble and Damian cashes in, after the rumble leading to a triple threat of some sort with Rollins, Damien, and CM Punk. Um, or you could just wait till after Mania where Damien's like, oh, my 365 days are almost up. Let me just announce my cash-in for Money in the Bank. May not be the smartest thing, but if it's what it's need to be done for the cash-in, let him do it. Because yeah. um, I feel like at this point, they put themselves in a hole where... They kind of waited too long for the cash-in, you know, with the whole CM Punk coming back. I think they knew that they were going to have, if fans are going to want this match with him and Rollins, again, does not need to be for the title, but yeah, they, it should, they be the, it should be the main event of night one, most definitely, CM Punk and Seth Rollins. Yeah, I would, yeah. I, I would give it the main event. The thing I see with Damian Priest is I can see them in a situation where he doesn't cash in for the world title, but he cashes in like on Gunther. Like I can see that scenario play out in some people's predictions because let's be real here, it's gonna be Cody and Roman at night two. However, direction they're gonna do it, like whichever like Cody, whatever loops, uh, hurdles Cody has to go over to get the match, uh, it's gonna be interesting to watch on Raw for those three hours to see because you have Priest with the briefcase, you have Punk Rollins, you have Drew also in the mix as well. You have Jay. The only person I see that. Kind of has to take a backseat to Punk is going to be Gunther because that guy deserves the World Heavyweight Title and right now 100%. and right now I could see him get the title say like by uh, the uh, Germany show by SummerSlam. Yeah. yeah. So I think with Gunther, um, they're going to end up giving that belt to somebody who's they believe is their um, huge underdog, um, possibly. Zane, maybe, um, Chad Gable, maybe. Yeah, um, they want to they put that title now. They want to make the title as prestigious as it was 
years ago. Gunther's been doing a hell of a job. As much as I, I would have liked to have put him in the MVP um, position, but it's one of those situations with him that it's been more like Gunther is is what Gunther you get, and you already know you're gonna get a banger with him regardless. So right. Gunther would have been a good, a good spot for that. But like I, I gave it to Jay because of the 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 eyes that he's been drawing because of of his his actions and his his um, performance recently. But I think. They want to look at you know the history and the prestige that, that that title had with you know the 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 Mr. Perfects, the uh, Bret Hart's, the uh, um, hell even when Miz and Dolph held it and Jericho held it. I think they really want to put that on somebody like that and um, have it to, to be somebody who's going to be on the next tier. And I think like guys like uh, like Chad Gable would be on that on that on that page. Mm-hmm. Oh, we we got a question from the senior fish. Yeah, when senior referee. <laughs> where does LA Knight? Where does LA Knight fit in any of this, or does he get his chance at winning money in the bank? Hmm. I, I want to. I'll say more than likely, LA Knight will probably be facing Logan Paul at WrestleMania for the U.S. title because because he had his match with Roman Reigns. It was one done that was fine with. I think they should have waited along uh, a little while, but. With them doing Randy and Roman at the Royal Rumble makes sense, and they they teased like months ago with Knight and Logan Paul, so it kind of makes sense as well. It's just that I think we go we go agree here. Some of the matches we obviously know are Punk and Rollins, Uso versus Uso, Rhodes and Roman, Knight and Paul probably for Night One or Night Two, and then the women. Like, if we talk about the women's stuff, that's going to be a lot of stuff thrown up in the air as well because there's a lot yeah. of talented women on yeah. the main roster right now. And then you have Jade Cargill, that big question mark, who I think you shouldn't put her on WrestleMania right away. She should be in NXT first, but this is I WWE. This is WWE. They'll probably hot shot her. Maybe that's why they keep you off so long. They have her training in the Performance Center, trying to yeah. get used to WWE style. Maybe I, yeah. I heard that's what that's why they kept her out for so long. Now is like they're still waiting for her to like get used to WWE style of wrestling before they put her out her, there. They want the publicity of they want the publicity of saying, "Hey, we we snatched AEW's uh, woman, the yeah. big Top women woman, wrestler." Yeah. So like, let's laugh at let's laugh at the company now. The 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 rival, yeah. Yeah. yeah, with Jade, I see her the thirtieth entry at the Ro- the Royal Rumble. I, I'm, I'm I, good with yeah, that. Yeah, and, she'll, she'll be in and, the Rumble. And I, I I see her. I'm okay with her winning. I'm alright with I'm alright with that. If you want to put a rocket on her, that's that's how you're gonna do it. Um, as for the LA Knight thing, um, I I see. Do do we do we see Logan holding that belt to Mania? Like, is that is that I, yeah. I think possible? So. I, I, I don't so. see him. I don't see him holding it past Mania. That's okay. the thing. That'd be right. too much. But so for me, as an international star, they're doing a lot of international shows, so you never right. know. Right. Right. So for me, I'm taking it with um, Logan Paul. If he if he does make it to Mania with the belt, I think it's going to be more along the lines of a fatal four way match for that title. They'll do that. So I would see Logan Paul, um, L.A. Knight, uh, Owens. Kevin Owens when he's when he's when he's healthy. And you could get the pick of the litter of either Austin Theory or Grayson Waller, one of the two, which you're going to end up having to break them up anyway, one way or another line to, yeah. to separate that. So yeah. I think one of those four will be in it. In that match, if they'll do it at Mania, it'll, if it does occur, it'll be um, LA Knight getting the win there. Maybe Brian Breaker is the fourth. 
Um, I don't think Braun would. I don't think Braun is gonna make it there, or Carmelo Hayes maybe. Carmelo but I don't think. I, I don't see Braun going to the main roster until after Mania. I think that's what they're waiting for. Uh, okay. You think he's like? I was also. I was also thinking maybe they can just make it a ladder match like they used to do for the IC title a couple years Ooh. back. Uh, but this time make it for the U.S. Championship. That's Logan a good Paul one already, as well. Logan Paul already has experience in the ladder matches. He already had the Money in the Bank match last year. So right. I think it'd be dope to add in just a few more people and then just taking bums here and there and someone else win it. Um, throw it, make it the first match of the card to get hype people hyped up of night one or night two. Because um, there's also now, guys like AJ Styles and Bobby Lashley who don't have clear matches for WrestleMania either, yeah. and you can put them in the mix too. Exactly. So there's so many people you could add on to make it a, a fun, enjoyable match. To, Omos. Omos, Stop yeah, it. Omos. Stop it. I would like. You don't want to see him. You don't want to see him climb a ladder. No, thank you. I'm cool on that. I'll, <laughs> I mean, I'll take a. You're not an Omos agent. I mean, what the fuck is with this? Like, Omos is a free agent, and you all technically he shouldn't be. Like, he's not on the status of Brock or yeah, CM Punk or Randy Orton, and like this guy's on house shows, like doing nothing. Well, the reason being is because he's a novelty. He's an an event. He's like he's Andre. That's all he pretty much is. He's the new Andre. So a guy like him, you should only just bring him in when you have um, him in battle royals or in angles where you need the muscle or something like that. You don't really need him as a a consistent performer every week or a consistent wrestler every week. He's just he's just a novelty and pay him just to be that. Yeah. But every six months though he just pops up like, oh yeah, you're 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 still here. Uh, it's, about it's, you. it's, yeah. Reminder it's, he's here. Yeah, yeah it's, but it's different when it's different from years ago when it was the territory days where Andre would disappear from a different territory for six months because he was working in another territory or he's working in another place. You know and also or you gotta drink somewhere. All right, whatever the case. Hey, listen, I ain't mad at him. Any case, <laughs> but um, but you also got to take a consideration with uh, 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 athletes at, at that size and that age. Look at what we're looking at with Paul White. You know, they, their their oh, bodies God. wear down faster than than the average individual who's an athlete. You know, you got to deal with he's what seven four, you know, three hundred something pounds, four hundred. You know, he's got to fly yeah. from um, point A to point B in the most tightest uh, of, of quadrants of a plane. They're not giving him a, a, a private jet. He's doing, you know, he's doing the same rounds that everybody else is doing. So, yeah. you know, you want to pull him out when you can pull him out and make it uh, impactful. Um, and right and, now he has yeah. MVP as a manager. And I think MVP would be used on TV, like say, like when Jay Carlo makes her debut. MVP right. would be a great mouthpiece right. for her, her hype and, man. Yeah. And who and who's not to say that she won't be cool to be, you know, with MVP and Amos and maybe, you know, I, I hate to to tie all, all my black people. Yo, my bad fan, but listen, this is what wrestling is. This is what yeah, we do. We, yeah. When I do, when, I, when but, I'm doing, I'm called a racist. Uh, but because you are. So, any case, when it comes. To- <laughs> He his his hood is in the closet. Believe me, he's not he's not showing anybody right now. As I'm wearing a white shirt, exactly. You're right halfway so, there. So <laughs> with that, you know, you could imagine like other individuals, like an Apollo Cruz or Cedric Alexander, getting tied into something like that. You know, separate factions, whatever the case may be. Uh, it, it's I would even like to see like Bobby's crew and and if that crew would occur that they look like yo Black Power right Black Power man get the hell out of here with that nonsense we don't want to and they go to war but even still it's like 
you know, it's good to play with him, but also think about how with Amos is what's his body can give, what the the the, the reasoning for him to be. Because everybody would sit there and say, look at him. He could, yeah. if he wanted to, he could beat most of the roster if he wanted to. But you know, meanwhile, he didn't have yeah. him lose every time. Right. All so, the time. Yeah, exactly. They, they messed he, up he, on he, building he, him up to make he, him that kind of way that's like, oh, when we see him, it's uh, that. a big attraction. Yeah. Well, that's and and, and that's Vince for Vince yeah. did that, and now it's um people don't understand with with with, with Hunter coming in now with Triple H doing this, it's a hard reset, man. It's like mm-hmm. uh, what what would you guys call it? Camp, or or or, or what is it done this these days? Like it, it's now it, it, when when we have to to um make you guys forget what happened previously. And right now, I'm playing Mortal Kombat One, and it's like. Don't, don't oh, you know? Yeah, forget yeah. about what Johnny Cage did. Forget about uh, Scorpion and, and Sub Zero's relationship. So it, it's 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 now. This is what Triple H is doing these days. Triple H yeah. has to kind of do the Men in Black uh, meme of like put the thing in yeah, your face. Flash, and, uh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like forget what happened because I could definitely see in twenty twenty four almost getting a, a new renewed push, and then just like negating everything he did last year. Like, oh, I'm gonna challenge Brock at WrestleMania. Lose. Next month in Puerto Rico, I'm gonna beat up Seth Rollins, lose, and then doesn't show up till SummerSlam. Yeah, but, but those are all of his appearances all this year. But hopefully the reset helps out, and even if it doesn't uh, help us forget of what happened in the past, hopefully it's good enough that we don't mind it. That we're like, okay, fuck, fuck whatever happened in the in the past. I'm cool with what's happening right now. So hopefully, I I, I believe yeah. in Triple H. I think he could get us to that point. That's like. You know what? Forget what happened in the past. Yeah. Omos is the man now. I understand. That's like, do you want to make you like what he's doing currently is going to make you want to forget what happened? You know what I mean? Like, we could yeah. easily search it up, but it's like, you know, Jake. I love, I love the fact that we just did a whole uh, five minute, seven minute rant about Amos. That was, <laughs> yeah. Crazy. That was all to mention, too. Like, we went from this Logan probably, Paul this to. Is probably, this, is probably, this is probably the most podcast time that he's ever gotten in any yeah. podcast ever. His number one fans are here. His number exactly. One. Yeah. I, want, I want to bring this up too because it's funny we, we talk about that because if we could if we could do a compare and contrast with like Triple H and Tony Khan where Triple H use, utilizes the talent he has around him and builds up certain people to a certain point where with Tony Khan we see the same people pretty much every week and then if we see somebody new they show up like a, a nanosecond, and then we never see them ever again. And they just like you guys see what I'm trying to say. No, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but I, I, right now at this moment, I give Tony Khan a pass because it's his Uh-oh. first time running a wrestling business, and it's like I look at it as if I was running a wrestling business, I would do the same shit. I would put my favorites on TV. I yeah, but yeah, sure. but not four years and and going. But again, WWE has been around for how long? And Triple H came in after one of the greatest of all time that taught him this way. You know what I mean? Even though he kind of like was out of the out of the loop for a little bit, Vince is still Vince, and mm-hmm. he kind of helped. Not kind of, he helped train Triple H and see like, yo. This is how you do it. This, If you want to get to the fans, this is how you do it. It takes years to understand that. That's why WCW, when Bischoff took over, it was just like, it was the same shit because it was like, this person never learned the right way of how to run a company. They're just mm. fucking around and putting all their friends on TV and their favorites on TV. Yeah. Nick, Nick, right? <laughs> they, give, they, they, they give you a company, right? Yeah. Right? They give you a company. And... 
you have you know x amount of dollars to play with right and you pick the the the, the free agents the individuals that you have to play with right they tell you in 5 years i don't want you to dethrone wwe but i want you to be competitive right yeah and they've given you the they've given you the you've already picked your roster right they've given you the time slots you know they gave you six hours of TV, let's just say, and whatever social media could play with, right? Once they gave you that, what's the first thing you're hiring? What do you mean? Like, not non-wrestler-wise, right? Non-wrestler-wise. Like, non non-wrestler-wise. Non um, it's a good question. I would definitely... Obviously, I think the obvious answer would probably be like the producers backstage that know what they're doing, right? Because you would want people who... Are, were around the wrestling business for years, not just a wrestler who's wrestled for five years knowing what they're doing, because that's different. You know what I mean? If I hired Danielson to, to be my producer, will it be good? Yeah, of course. But I'd rather hire Jimmy Jacobs, who's been around the producing games for much longer than that. Because I'd rather trust Jimmy than Danielson. They know what they're doing. Okay. Or that's that. what I would do. You did that, right? Regal. You did that, right? That is a producer, right? You got that, right? Yeah. The producers there, it's producing yeah. matches, right? Mm -hmm. Because you could, you could, you could, you could flip it for for what's the next thing I'm thinking about? What individuals will be the next that you put into place for that? Oof. Um, I would probably because, because people pe people tend to forget that there's a there's a difference between one and the other. But go ahead. I would probably—I don't know this necessarily be like a higher type of move, but I would definitely separate the rosters in terms mm -hmm. of like who should be on one show and who should be on the other. Okay. Because from what I'm seeing with AEW is like they're using a lot of the same people for both shows, and it's like, mm -hmm. was it cool? Yeah, we get to see Danielson two nights a week, but we're also getting Danielson two nights a week, and you know, I'd rather see. Andrade every Saturday night competing for their top prize and then have Danielson do his thing on Wednesday nights. So that way I'm getting the best of both. Um, I know Angel just wrote, I just saw Angel's comment. He said writers. Writers are a good thing too. Um, that's one Because you also need people to Yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, that's why one of the most obvious ones. Writers because, you know. Or, 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 in the game, or in the game they call it bookers because mm -hmm. yeah. they're the ones that book the angles. Yeah. You so don't what happened? Let people run around booking their own shit, and this is what's yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah. The boys or, are running their own angles. Yep. Or what happened was, and I and I, I talked about it on 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 um, the live stream I did yesterday, which is going to be on uh, this week's Turnbuckle Tabloid. Shout out to Turnbuckle Tabloid. Any case, yeah. <laughs> shout out, <baby>. yeah. <laughs> shout, shout out, out to my own show. Um, <laughs> so, with that, Tony had a plan for the first three years. And his first three years was he had a legit storyline that he had built for three years. He did um, 2K23 booking. He did that for three years. He had a start, a finish, and his finish was get Hangman Page the title. Got that. During that time, he didn't know that, which was a very smart move by Vince, was I'm going to let all these guys out and... Um, let me see what you could do with them. I'm going to release them from their contracts. Let me see what you do with them. And Tony caught the bait. He mm -hmm. grabbed a lot of these dudes. 
threw a monkey wrench in all of their programming, everything. Yep. You brought in Keith Lee, you brought in Swerve, you did all this stuff, you brought them all in. Some are good, some are bad. You brought in Miro, you did all that. But yet, now your three years is done. What's next? What's been what's what's been happening after that? You didn't bring in the right people into play now. You had a people you have people like Kevin Sullivan who you just released. Kevin Sullivan's gone. Yeah. One of the one of the most brilliant minds in wrestling, regardless if you think um, you know, he's old school, but still a man who knows the business. Regal, Regal gone. Regal said, fuck this, I'm not dealing with this anymore. He's out of here. Yeah. He gave you the, the, the excuse, whatever. I, I want to be with my son. Yeah, whatever. He, 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 didn't, he, didn't, he didn't last a full year. QT yeah, Marshall. Yeah. QT Marshall. Yeah. Um, I'd rather wrestle in Mexico. <laughs> whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. So, he, he has his own dreams of what he wants to do. So yeah. something something in there that's going on that it, and your biggest one, your biggest supporter that, that was there at launch was the first one to jump shit. Yeah, Cody. Cody Rhodes. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, we could we could we could play armchair quarterback about what's really going on there, but to be honest with you, we could see it on the peripheral. Like, there's some things that's not right here. Yeah, yeah. Certain, yeah. certain EVPs are speaking their minds, and they want the company to be run the way they want it to be. They just want. Like, I do think like some statements like like when Jim Cornette says like, "Oh, they just wanted to be like PWG or that type of shit with TV." I can I can see it that way, but also. I, I don't know because I think the young bucks do are at fault here for for a lot of stuff that goes on on TV. Because when you look at a lot of the hires, like your Brandon Cutlers, your Coca Banners, like they're yep. very talented, very funny, but they're strictly like indie guys. Like they're not televised. Like they're not like ready for television, or their style doesn't match with t- with. Because if you're flipping the channel and you see them, an average viewer is gonna be like, "What the fuck am I looking at?" Yeah. Like, like, like Michael Nakazawa, like when he first showed up, we have never seen him. He's still under contract, and this guy's been there since day one. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't been on TV. Like I mean, he's I, just collecting that check. He's chilling. Yeah, yeah. yeah and then he's like chilling. like on, like on this past Wednesday, um, Dynamite when Riho came out, that reaction was so mixed because it was like, oh, oh, here we go again. Let's yeah. try it. Let's yeah. try again. Yeah, like, I get it. And I feel bad for guys like Keith Lee and like Jay Lethal who get like TV time, but they get well get into. Oh, let's put over. Well, I'm happy like Mark Briscoe is at least yeah. under contract now, but like be damn like if like got like when Jay if Jay was still here, it would have been so much better on TV to have the Briscoes around. Finally, have them on TV. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, Nick? Let me ask you. I like asking Nick questions. What was your thought about the whole hangman MJF uh, confrontation? That's mm. interesting because, you know, I honestly, I didn't think, expect that to happen on Wednesday, but it was pretty interesting to see because hopefully it sets up a future feud between the two. <laughs> I mean, it's why, interesting. Jay, I, why, I why, it. Jay, what's your take on it? You yeah. Just, came, out, like, yeah. came out of nowhere. No, 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 I want to hear more of Nick. I just, I was just like in the background, just nobody did. <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, no one did, but like, I, I love the interaction. It was a great back and forth, you know, interaction between the two. And hopefully it does lead up to something, um, something that we've never seen. I don't think we've ever seen a programming between Hangman and MJF. Um, you know, now since it's hopefully for the title, I know MJF is rumored to have dislocated his shoulder. Um, supposedly, 
So I don't know how healthy he is to com- you know to even continue with this programming after Samoa Joe. Um, so that's also plays into this question. I'm like, yeah, if he's if he gets hurt facing Samoa Joe um, with an injured shoulder, uh, is this a smart move to have him continue wrestling after this or to give him a break, lose a title for a little bit? Um, well, I, yeah. Well, at this point, I think the amount of, the usage of MJF has been. Like over nine thousand. Let's be, let's be real here. For the past year, like they've been using MJF more than let's say the past like two years, where he would wrestle on pay per view and then do a lot of promos and talk a lot talk a lot on TV. But now that he's transitioned over to like a top babyface role, they've been using him a lot more. This guy currently has two belts in two different companies, technically. Yeah. But I'll but I'll say for a World's End. Just drop the title to Joe. Let Joe hold yeah. the title for a few months. Like, what's so wrong with that? And then, because also, you still got the storyline of what the bidding war of 2024. Where is MJF going to go? Let the devil reveal himself. Let him screw MJF out of the title. And then say by revolution or double or nothing, like, let MJF come back. Like, which, that's fully also, healthy. which also questions is like, I feel like they haven't really brought up that bidding war 2024 stuff in so long. On purpose. Yeah, but it's because like, he's because he's because because he, why would the top babyface go? Hey, I, I love you guys, but in twenty twenty four, I'll go somewhere else. I'll go say hi to the other con. Like, yeah, why would, you, why, yeah. Like, why would they they run into that situation where if he was still healed, then it'd be perfect for him to say that. But now that he's the top babyface, it's like no, like I'm your scumbag, but I'm not gonna leave you. Like, he can't yeah. do that on TV. I, yeah. I feel like it's kind of obvious at that point to be like, oh, he might be staying now because he loves the company so much. Why would he all of a sudden be like, oh, I'm leaving? Unless yeah. this, he is the devil and supposedly that's how he leaves. He's like, oh, that's I, true. I screwed myself over because I don't want to be here anymore. You know, yeah. I don't want to make it look like I lost cleanly because someone else did it. But I did it to myself because I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah, well, you know? well, I think that was the whole thing with the Hangman uh, little promo they did. I think it was just to throw a swerve in there. So you think, oh, man, like when MJF was down, there was a beer bottle next to him. Maybe yeah. Hangman's the devil. It was just to play yeah. into that. Um, maybe they'll do something down the road. I'm really cool with not seeing Hangman in the title picture right now. Yeah. Uh, keep him far away from there. Well, yeah. I think the, the last two clues that they've been leading to the devil is glass, and who's the one that got suspended over said glass? Mm-hmm. And he hasn't been on yeah. TV since. And there's no reason for him not to be on TV right now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and they said like there was a report weeks like in, during the week they said that they have no plans for Jack Perry. Uh, I, I think you do. And then also he's trademarking all the Jungle Boy stuff, so that's gonna be interesting to see. Yeah. Where he, in the year, but. He should be the devil. I, I, it's going to be him, Wardwell, fucking Dolph Ziggler, and, and his brother. It's going to be like a weird-looking faction. Going yeah. Into the new year. And everybody's, and everybody's going to sit there and go, what? Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm going to think. It's like I'm going to see it and be like, this is random. And I kind of hope it's not like the firm, where it's like, mm. oh, just five random guys be like just there for MJF and just, bye, we don't see you for another uh, forever. You know, it's like, I hope it's not just random people thrown in just for the fuck of it. I, if, if they're going to throw people in together, just make it make sense. I really hope it's the embassy, to be honest. Mm. Joel, let me ask you. What's up? Do you, do you think he signed? Yeah. You think he already resigned? I think he already resigned. I think, honestly. And I think they're just keeping it away from everybody. I think he resigned a while ago. Yeah, I think he resigned. And I really, I really, and I, I talked to Mike and M2 Inc. Shout out to our boy M2 Inc. on, on <coughs> um, Reality. 
uh, res- uh, re- uh, uh, wrestling in reality. He um, we, we said this. I I think he he we signed, and I think he's scared of the, the uh, WWE. I think he's scared. Yeah. I think it. You're you're not gonna be able to do what you want to do like you're doing in AEW. I think that um, the 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 tease actually raise your money, which is good. That that you're supposed to do that. That's that's what yeah. it is. The threat that's there. Um, he's still young. That possibility of him jumping to WWE could happen in the next four or five years, whatever. You, you're still a young dude. Yeah. And um you, you you're still gonna hone your craft. But at the end of the day, um I think with him knowing that he has that connect with Cody, with Cody staying possibly gonna stay there, gonna be bigger and better things. And um, who knows? Cody could probably, if, if everything goes well, he'll be the next in line like Triple H in that place. He'll be the next one in, to, to do that. Yep. Uh, he he knows he has a job secure somewhere. So he could play around and do the goofy shit here. But he could also tell Tony, if I don't get my way, I'm gone. Whatever you yeah. get, you get. So I, I, I really think that he he resigned. I'm not I'm not too um, keen on the whole the bidding war of 2024. Let me ask you all of this. I know this is kind of a little bit off topic, but it does revolve AEW. Since we did talk about WWE's MVP, who do you think was AEW's for 2023? Who held it down this year for them? I mean, I'll kick it off. I think it was Swerve. Mm-hmm. And Swerve's been the MVP mm-hmm. this year. And you could just see, like, the way he's been growing. Like, when he when he got um, released and first picked up by AEW, I'll, you could go back to the episodes i was not a fan he actually he's one of the few him and jay white have been two guys that have made me go back on my word and say you know what no i've i fucked up this guy is legit um yeah you were down on jay white when he first signed yeah when he first when he was doing the ring of honor shade he had have his head shaved i was just like this oh before the before he got to new japan like the early days that he was just in the tights kick pads Jumping off the ropes at Hammerstein. Basic, I was like, basic yeah, I was like, this is just like a creator, creator wrestler. You just put tights on. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but then he, that transition and the growth that he had in New Japan and then becoming the man that he did and becoming leader of the Bullet Club made me ch- change my whole tone on Jay White. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Swerve. Was not a fan when he first came in. This past year has changed my mind about him and there's mm-hmm. no doubt that he should be getting the title soon. He should, or at least in the title picture, yeah, um, he definitely deserves that. That's why I, I personally would, I don't think it's them, but I would like it to be the embassy, and I would like it's just to be like a swerve and have it be swerve, yeah. and be like I'm just coming for your title, like just a brand new introduction to, all right, he's in the title picture now. I know it kind of makes no sense because they have no, um, no like past together, but yeah. it. it you can still make it work. If you I, hire I the right writers, you can make it tie in. I would put Swerve in the most improved category in okay. 2023 because okay. I think from this year compared to last year, he's he's improved. You know, okay. yeah, he's put on great stories and matches, but if I had to choose an MVP, it would have to be MJF. Mm-hmm. I feel like this whole story and stuff with Adam Cole throughout the year made me care about MJF. I mean, not like I didn't before, but it was like, you know, the whole thing with this whole devil stuff now and from, you know, when he started this tag team, Adam Cole, I didn't care about that. I'm like, this looks stupid on paper. But each week as they went into it, it made me care and it was enjoyable to watch. 
It was must-see TV. That's the only thing I was looking forward to on television every Wednesday night. So that made me want to watch Dynamite every week. Mm -hmm. Um, You can definitely add in Adam Cole, but he's been out as of recent. But I think MJF had more matches this year that was watchable more than Swerve. Um, I the only I mean, Swerve one was the recent that, one. That Iron Man match was ridiculous. yeah, and he had the match. Um, oh, when did he have that match? February. That was February yeah, the Iron February Man. at Revolution. Um, yeah. Great. He's had tons of great matches after that. The, um, the four the four yeah, ways is definitely. only one I think like out of this like world title defenses you could say like we're up to par, but I think that wasn't on him. That was just the story the storyline going yeah. into it. Yeah. I do. I like. I respect your pick for Swerve. It's just that I think his momentum didn't pick yeah. up until like the summer. Okay. Because the first half of the year, I I can't really remember what he was doing. Yeah. But until yeah. like they they put like Brian Cage until they put Prince Nana next to Swerve and he's doing the silly dancing and then Swerve coming out and just k- kicking ass. Yeah. That's when he picked up. Uh, I will say I give I like the MJF pick, but I will say the guy that nearly has killed himself the past year. I'll give it to Brian Danielson. I mean, because from the beginning of the year with the whole MJF stuff, and then we finally had the Okada match, and then yeah. we had the Zack Sabre Jr. match. I think match yeah. quality, besides whatever we feel right now about him uh, being um, that kid from Recess, but pointing to Miss Finster, to Tony Khan, that uh, Brian Danielson has been the best on screen worker character on TV, where you see him falling apart, but he's like, fuck it, I'm, I'm not going down. Yeah, yeah, and then also from the first half of the year, the stuff with Keith Lee was like, I didn't care about it until, like you said, Mike, until he got with Prince Nana and them. It right. was like, now I care about Swerve. Until the mobile embassy was a thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can like, see that. Yeah. yeah. I just Jay. feel it was, it was important when Swerve was on TV. We got MJF yeah. every week cutting a promo. It was kind of like that time that I was just like, Punk is cutting a promo. I was like, of course he is. Like, what else is he going to fucking do? Yeah. My MVP goes to Orange Cassidy because everyone knows how much <laughs> of a fan I am of Orange no, Cassidy. You're... Stop lying. I believe him holding that uh, that it's title true. brought significant. I can't even do it to myself. Thank I you. Thank you. <laughs> I, I was agreeing with you. I was like, I, 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 I got, I got a bad taste in my mouth when but, I was but, even fucking saying that. But, it was but Nick, but Nick, here's the funny thing. I feel like if I would, I would say Arnold Cassidy would be like number. He'd be in the top five, like the oh, wrestlers. Sure. So, like, but but Jay like doesn't see that at all. He's like, no, 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 no. And I'm gonna tell you why. And I'm gonna tell you. And I'm gonna split. I'm gonna split the MVP for this year because number one. The, the initial MVP that should get it is CM Punk. Punk should get it because of the numbers that he he resonated when oh he was God. starting off Collision when he came back. That's I, I one. Can see that. Was and he, he around wasn't... for the full year? Listen, for what he did with Collision and starting off, that was enough. That was great because you back needed to, somebody to do, to do the flagship show. You had to do that. You needed uh, that big that, name to build it. You needed to build that. And, and coming back from injury... You already pop a, a a show doing that. I would I would give that, but the 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 one that I say wholeheartedly that deserves the MVP is MJF because he pops the ratings, he pops viewership, he is um, must see TV on that show, and 
they got him working like a dog. He's the new Stone Cold Steve Austin and, and during the Attitude Era. This is this is it's him versus whoever, and he's people gonna care. pop it. Yeah, he he could he could wrestle Riho and people will watch the shit. Like yeah. he could. Uh, what's that? What's the dude? Uh, Sriracha? The what's the the what's the that that Sriracha? I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a wrestler in WWE 2K. I'm gonna call him yeah. Sriracha. I'm gonna make him Sriracha. I'm gonna make him all red. I'm gonna just make him like fiery. He's gonna be a luchador. MJF versus Gravity. And mind you, it's funny that I say Sriracha because he doesn't like spice. So it's funny that I say that. But even still, you gotta give it to him. I mean. Yeah. Uh, um, it, it's it's must see TV TV with him, um, regardless of the 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 shitty storyline that they're they're um, gonna end up finishing off with him. Mm-hmm. He sat there and he's a true company guy and eating it. He's he's put his body on the line. He's been he's had probably out of all the pay per views, um, three out of four. Best match of of them all. I mean, you could you could you could you could say that maybe all um all in wasn't really his better match of them all, but uh, even still, like no one there has been able to pull off what he's been able to pull off consistently during the year. Okay, that's, that's I agree with that. Yeah, I'll give you MJ for that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out who Siraj is. That's what I'm trying to figure oh, out. Oh, listen. He's, he, he, listen. Very he's, underrated. He, he used to tag team with Curry, man. You better watch that. That's a really good, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a good team. Just you just you saying a co-MVP for CM Punk is kind of kind of silly for nah, AEW. I, I, could, I could see it with the build-up of Collision. Like Without, oh, without okay. CM Punk on that card, you can't build up Collision. There was nobody that could have taken that spot. Even if you did Kenny Omega, it wasn't going to have the reaction that Punk had. But the thing is, too, since the start of Collision, I think a lot of the storylines did not revolve around CM Punk. And not only that, his merch was still selling. They only watched Collision because he was going to be there. That's the only reason why people were going to watch it. The only yeah. re- the, the way they look, and I hate to go to rating shit because I don't really like believe in all this stuff, but you know that's what advertisement and the company promotions look for. When they lost, they only lost because Punk wasn't there, or they were going head to head to against a WWE uh, a pay per view, a PLE. That's the only time they really were losing numbers. Other than that, once that announcement happened during a WWE PLE, that Punk will no longer be. The company, it died, and it goes to show you how impactful a person can be once they're gone. Yeah. Fast forward to Survivor Series. <laughs> it's like, yeah. like I agree with you, Jay. Like, like he is a merch seller. Like he like he gets a lot of people's attention. Yeah. But ever since like the whole like all in like brawl out, whatever the fuck you want to call it, brawl out number two, I think all four of us can like have like different opinions on the whole like the whole theory of like. Should Tony Khan have fired CM Punk? Is he like? I think now it's definitely slapping him in the face because there's reports of like the AW roster being unhappy, uh, and you can already tell like, well, you know, like as soon as I look at Andrade, I can just see on his face. I don't want to be here. I want to go somewhere else. Why the hell hell am I here? I mean, we're talking about like when they promote a collision, and Andrade is tweeting out, "Wait, I'm on that show now." Like, like I'm yeah. trying to even know, like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm gonna be on Saturday. 
And then yeah. the mirror will be like, oh, well, I'm on Saturday now? Like, what? Like, the whole show was created for one person, CM Punk. And then in the span of three and a half months, he's trying to choke out Jack, Jack Perry and he gets fired for it. Yeah, and then Angel brought it up in the comments earlier. It's like, what are your thoughts on the whole AEW locker room moral being very low and wrestlers getting fined for their frustration on social media? Um, I will say for the morale part, I think a lot of them are looking towards the future in, in the new year. So I, I don't have a list of people's contracts of like who's expired in 2024. But if I'm Tony Khan and I'm Brian Anderson, I'm looking at the whole roster where if it's over 300, I'm looking to downsize that shit to maybe yeah. – like a lot, because like you have a lot of people. Like Bandito's talented, but he's hurt, and you're not really using him on TV. You can cut losses with him. Keith yeah. Lee, you're not doing anything with him. Cut him. Yeah. There's so many people on the roster. They're either just well, signed to be signed. Yeah, yeah, they're there. And I know when like when WWE does it, everybody's like, "Oh fuck you, WWE! Like how dare you? Like these people needed yeah. jobs, all that shit." But at the end of the day, if you're not doing, if you're not doing your job. Or, like, we're not giving, like, I understand, like, a lot of people are named, like, the night on TV, but you can't have these people under a contract and not give them the time. Like, you're just wasting their time, too, because they could be on the indies. I mean, you can look at yeah. Keith Lee and Jay Lethal. You can send, send their asses to Impact, and they'd be in the main event scene right now. Yeah. Jay. Yeah, I'm 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 gonna direct this to Nick because I think you're cute. Any case, I've been aiming at a lot, a, a lot of questions <laughs> to you. No, but um, the AEW has a hundred because I, I I pulled it up yesterday because I spoke about it on the show. One hundred and twenty-five male roster, uh, male on the oh, roster. A hundred and twenty-five compared to like women at like forty. 30 uh, it, it, that, good 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 look mike 39 women on the roster 39 oh, one off <laughs> what yeah. is the what can you do with that if i were tony khan with, i would with with, with with five hours of tv and i'm not even including the ring of honor roster and it's only five hours of tv you got correction there's no ring of honor roster it's all just aw people yeah, nah, it's mainly AEW. Yeah, nah, those tie-ins. That yeah, they kind, of, yeah, they kind of separate like them, the and, and yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, those kind of dudes. But what I would do, um, I wouldn't be the biggest fan of it, but I feel like it's one of the only choices they have is to make a woman's show. You know, whether it's on YouTube or a streaming platform, is to make that. that that's how I would do it. They get that's no time anyway. That's too much yeah, that's a, for them. You're just add, you're just adding more TV time for people that you can, if you have five hours. That's why I said like, YouTube. Like, like, but the thing is, to Jay's point, you have five hours of TV. You don't have any time to put another women's match on the show besides one. Mike, what do you think about? What do I think about women's wrestling? Oh, you hate it, and you think it's always the piss break. No, 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 no. <laughs> turned it on you. He turned it on. I hate when he says that. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. But meanwhile, you always like you want the women to run the ropes like men. Yes. Why not? Okay, but guess what? Have, but guess what? They're women. They can't run like men. What are you talking about? Becky well, does it. Don't even look. Charlotte does it. Bianca right. does it. Bailey does it. Yeah. Um. Uh, even even little ass fucking uh um uh, 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 Roxy. Uh, she Alexa does Bliss. it. Alexa Bliss does it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but there's but there's another issue glaring there when you say all those names. 
they were trained to do that in the AEW women's. They bring in talented people. No, whose fault is that? I mean, well, Cokehead Tony. <laughs> but but even so, and I and I bash women's wrestling for it as well. Matter of fact, we went to an indie show and I saw a women's match and I called and I yelled out pins break and I went to the bathroom. But an all, an all, an all women's show. And and it's unfortunate, Nick. But we saw what happened when you have a women's show, as in um, what was it they called it in WWE? Was it Evolution? Evolution. Yeah. Nobody watched that shit. Nobody saw that. Except me. Um, yeah, listen, you watched it. I watched it. Me and Ray were hanging out watching the show. What were we? Wow, I was drunk. So, um, <laughs> you probably didn't remember that he was there, there, but he wasn't looking at the TV. I right? was, I was there, but I wasn't there, quote unquote. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, when you think about it, you know, the, when it comes to women's wrestling, when it's really when it's good and professional, there's a certain a niche to it, and there's a certain genre and and, and and demo that likes it. You know, Shimmer gets over, uh, uh, um, Shine, what you know, those, those shows. They get over because they have that target audience, but you're not going to pull in, you know, hundreds of thousands that you're going to think that you're going to get. What needs to happen is I don't, I don't, I don't know if you guys, uh, how many of you guys play Madden? Any guys play Madden or right? I used to. Yeah, you ever play like franchise mode? Yes. Yeah. And you and you get the three decisions, and I and I use I use this reference often on my show all the time. You get three choices to pick. You pick uh, for owners. You get. The the money guy, the fan base guy, and you get the player guy that's gonna run the team. And Tony is the player guy. He wants to make the players happy. Their 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 attributes raise up, but you know you gotta sell to the fan base. And if you're not able to sell to the fan base, you're not gonna get shit. What Tony really needs to do is cut the fat and get a hundred and twenty five males men. On a roster for a five-hour show is ridiculous. That's a lot. Get it to at least yeah. down to like I say, eighty or at least seventy-five. Exactly. Like, or yeah. send send most of them to Ring of Honor. I mean, I know some of them are already on there, but like, Nick, you watch you Ring do. of Honor? I want to get into Ring of Honor, <laughs> so that's why I'm saying <laughs> send some of them. I want to get into. Yeah, but right now, Ring of Honor, they're doing a blood feud between like Tony Nese and Ethan Page. If I told any, any oh, average Tony. eight. But if I told any average AEW fan about that, they go, "Wait, really?" Like, yeah. I mean, like final battle, they put they're pulling out all the stops for the main event: Danielson, Claudio, and Will Yuta against yeah. Mark Briscoe and FTR in a Jay Briscoe tribute match. And I, I get I get the reasoning for that, but they haven't been on Ring of Honor in weeks. Like, yeah. they're not on Ring of Will Honor. Will Yuta Honor is Club. the pure champion. Yeah, yeah, but he's not even wrestling. I mean, it's it's Mox, it's Mox Danielson and Claudio. Yeah, you know so. And, and the they problem with them too, not regulars on. And the problem with them is that you never know if they heal one week or are babyface the next. And it's not even a week; it's in like the span of a week, but like each different day. It's like, oh, Mox is a face today; he's a heel tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's so weird. And then like, or depending think, the situation he's in. Right. Yeah. I want. I want to go back to the MVP thing because I think we left out an important name. Christian Who's the Cage. MVP of Ring of Honor? No, not <laughs> fucking Ring of Honor. I think when you think about AEW MVPs, Christian Cage has to be on the list. Oh, oh yeah, man. yeah. Oh I mean, man, Christian is on the run of his life right now. When yeah. MV, when MJF turned like full on babyface, Christian Cage took that ep- uh, except the top heel. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know how you guys felt about the match on Wednesday with the Nick Wayne's mother interfering. <laughs> it was a um, match. The, the ending was just, it was just bad. 
There's yeah. nothing else you could say about it. It was t- fucking terrible. If Tony Khan would have did like a, uh, his own version of the Montreal Screwjob, like you know, people would be destroying him right now. Oh yeah. Because I, I, I saw on Twitter, they're like, oh, they're in Montreal. Guess what they're going to do for the finish? Yeah. I thought it was going to be... Mean, that is the go-to. Yeah, yeah. honestly. I thought it was going to be um, Jordan Oliver, the one that's come out and help. But then that also would have been a risk because like, not a lot of AEW casuals know who Jordan Oliver is, right? Unless you're a diehard independent wrestling fan. I like I like how you mentioned it because I almost forgot he did. He was a team of Nick Wayne. And you know yeah. what? If, Chris Cage, if Christian Cage needs lackeys or like his his own version of his own kids, Jordan Oliver would be a solid pickup. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> oh no. Shout out to Jordan Oliver. I love him. He he was on our show not too long ago. He's a he's a good dude. But like, this is what AEW is. They're they're ready to sign like people, and your okay. rosters are already inflated. It's that'd ridiculous. be one hundred twenty six. Exactly, and yeah. then oh, I don't know if you guys saw. Did you guys see the HOG video of Nana giving Ken Broadway a business card? Like, yeah. what is that about? Like, one hundred twenty-seven, maybe. <laughs> it's like, um, uh, I'm um, I, I I I I give it to you guys. You're right. The Christian Cage thing has been great, but the only reason why I was signified with MVP was, I mean, with um MJF was because. Of uh, the to turn, nobody would right. have really believed that he turned face, yeah. and it was bought into. And I don't even think he would have believed that it was bought into that way. But it was, and it was done in a in a in a, in a proper uh, execution. But Christian has, um, yeah, it's. I I, I could all to say it's a, a that. Anybody else who did it, you would look at them as a one-trick pony because they'll say, like, oh, you keep talking about people's dead fathers and put them in an angle with people's dead fathers. Then that's all it is. And it'll make it fun. But um, I think right now it works best because of it's him being a one-trick pony. And I think he's he's made it a, uh, a staple of why he was needed for that. And far be it for me to say the TNT title is actually relevant, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it is. It is. Compared to a, a dynamite. Compared yeah. to a year ago when that belt was like, like on Wardlow when they weren't doing jack shit with it. And it was flip-flopping every five days. I'm, I'm telling you, man, Christian, Christian's that reason. He's having he's having one of the best runs right now. I think he's having a, a better comeback than Edge did with WWE. I think mm. he's just been killing it. I've, I've always been a Christian Cage fan. I thought it was awesome when he went to TNA back in the day. It was mm-hmm. awesome to see him as champion not too long ago. Um, and I, yo, shout out Christian Cage because that match at All Out um, against Kenny Omega was phenomenal. But it just gets overshadowed. It got overshadowed because, by Cole and then Brian. Yeah, Anderson. but nobody talks about that match. Yeah, like, that was such a good match. Shout mm-hmm. out fucking Christian Cage, man. Yeah. I know that was Definitely. a couple years ago, but still, like he's been killing match. it. Yeah, I, th- I think I think we all agree here that by the the story for 2023 between like who did better between WWE and AEW, like WWE financially did much better, but I think creatively and like on screen stuff type of stuff, WWE took a massive step up of it over AEW, and that, that's not even including like the CM Punk controversy, all that type of stuff. Just like the quality of the stuff that we we see every week, yeah. WWE did so much better than AEW. Like AEW took like five steps back. Yeah. 
So what, Joel? Do you think about it like this? When 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 we heard the old man was finally stepping down, and this was in uh, two years ago, twenty twenty two and such. But wait, twenty twenty two, the old man was finally stepping down. We said, Nah, that's not gonna happen. Yeah. I, uh, Didn't he like return for a brief month or two this oh, year? Yeah. He went to the new year. And this is what I was gonna ask you, Joel. Did you think that he was actually like shadow puppeting Triple H? Oh, in the yeah. Definitely was. Did you think, yeah. think yeah, so? Definitely. Really? Yeah. At, at the beginning when he first stepped down, because nothing changed. It was the same thing. It it really didn't take a big transition until like the beginning of this year. At the beginning yeah. of this year and with the whole TKO thing, after that whole like that whole thing happened, it was like a night and day, I think, with yeah. booking. Well then, then not then we got, day, but it transitioned slowly to where it looks like a Triple H show. Then we, no, yeah. you know, the we, Raw we after WrestleMania was probably that that Raw yeah. after WrestleMania has Finsman's fingerprints all over it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, and when TKO merged they, and they all made a decision, they looked at that show and they said, "We are never doing we, that again." Yeah. We, that, that was like Vince's last chance. Honestly, yeah. let's be real here. They're like, "Say, you know what? It was like a let's see man. what let's see what we have left." And Vince gave him that, and TKO said, "No, no, 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 this is what I say, Nick. It was like we had to put Abuelo in the corner so he could watch his porno or his game shows. <laughs> <laughs> we had to put Vince in the corner and say, "Okay, Papi, uh, where's yeah, Omos? Where's yeah, Omos? You still run the company? Just, just, just say yes. Just me. say yes. We got, we'll get you the TV dinner later. Don't worry about just it, Papa. We got you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but um, I'm, I, it does feel different now compared to a couple of months ago. Yeah. I mean, the way it's been running. So I think now Triple H has full, full control. Vince might be there, but he's not doing shit. Yeah, I, I think like. he, he's more there for, like, input. I think it's not... I think now it's an opinion. It's not like, oh, you have to do this. Yeah, yeah but like, if, oh, I'm Vince... Triple H, if I'm Triple H and I hear Vince, man, it's going from one ear to out the other. But I think with Triple H, he's worked with him so long, I think Triple H could weed out, like, okay, that... Does it sound great? But if you make a twist to it, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah. he's been with him so many I years that I he probably knows that. how to twist things into a good thing. My triplet is one part of the sentence. He goes, "Okay," and then let me do this instead. Because yeah. I, I mean, I know you guys said it before. You don't really watch NXT. I do think you guys should give NXT a chance because compared to what it was before, when Vince like completely took Triple H's sledgehammer and destroyed the shit out of it. Yeah. Like it's gotten so much better now. It's it's night and day with NXT as well. I'm like back and forth on it. I'm like I watch one episode, then I'll be like maybe I'll I'll skip next week, and then I'm like I don't know. It's just really hard to get into fully, um, for me. Mm. So yeah, I, I don't know what it is. I just I like some of the matches, some of the people, but it's just, it's still not fully convincing me to get into it completely. I see what you mean because also there's a lot of wrestling during the week, and like, I'm, like yeah. I'm gonna fit another two hour show into my week. Yeah. I'll tell you one. I'll tell you one thing though. The one thing that hit me this week that I said this is not a Vince show was there was the match between uh, Judgment Day and the Creed brothers, right? Mm. Creed is like Creed brothers. I I, I I I I I remember me thinking of them early in the days as they were greener than Kermit the Frog's asshole, right? I was like they were greener. <laughs> yeah. Now these guys are they 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 shown and proved that they could step it up. So there was that Julius kid is a freak. Yeah, they they did a match. They did the match after the match. Damian Priest 
goes to the back and he's talking to uh, JD McDonough and and Dominic and he asks him about the match. And Dominic and JD, they said, yo, no, these guys are legit. Keep your eye out for the title. You guys got to be on point for real. In a Vince era, that would have never happened. That promo would have never happened. This is legit storytelling. This is putting people over without doing it in the ring and legitimately building storytelling. Anywhere else, that would have never happened. And I was like, that's when you know legitimately they're taking this shit serious. It's like a sport for them now. Yeah, exactly. That is true. And I know deadline is happening on Sunday, Saturday? Tomorrow, yeah. Tomorrow? Okay, yeah. Tomorrow. That's I, mean, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to sell you on the on Baron Corbin in the main event for the NXT title, but I mean, let's think about it like that. Think about it like this: Baron Corbin has improved a lot from going back from the main roster going back to NXT. I will say that a thousand percent. So I don't watch NXT, but I keep up with the highlights, and I, I, I mean, Dragunov is probably their best in ring worker yeah. in yeah. NXT. Most definitely, because like because you have him, Hayes, Breaker. They're definitely going to be the future main eventers of, uh, in, in this company. Because, I mean, once Dragunov gets to the main roster, you got to put him and Guter in the ring. You got to. Yeah, you have to. You have yeah. come, come out hate, like Trick Williams is getting over, which I didn't think was going to happen, like the way it got he got over recently. But you can see, like, with the Creed brothers, like what Jay was saying, there was green, there was green as goose shit. There was, like, two random members of Diamond Mines. Like, do you remember that fucking faction? Yes. Yeah, it was Roger. It, well, yeah. it was right before I stopped watching. I was like, yeah. yeah. And, and then you have Julius Creed, who's getting like the whole, oh, he's the next Kurt Angle treatment already. I even like the tease where they had um, uh, the Creed brothers and uh, um, um, Alpha Academy, and yeah, Alpha Academy yeah. in the back, and the fans already, especially me. I and I told Mike before I say like, it would be dope if they would have them join up in there, and. Yeah. You know, Chad Gable went up to him and approached him about it, and they were like, "That's cool right now, but right now we have this going." I was like, "Oh, that's an adult!" Like I was like, "I yeah. was thinking that." That's, this, that's definitely gonna be a. That's gonna definitely be a future thing. And I think, and I think yeah. that's a. It's a great. It's a great. Um, it's a. It's a great turn for WWE's creative, and this is why uh, I'm happy to say that in a in a not a physical form because that's what Mike has been asking for for the longest. Ding dong, the witch is dead. Yeah, Mike, you want Vince dead? Just something bad. Just something bad to happen to the old man for once in his life. Right, but creatively, I, I'm I'm glad that they've acknowledged. Like, yeah, let's let's just leave him in the corner and have him like give him lotion socks. He'll be okay. He'll be all right. He'll be all right. <laughs> no, no, enough with the lotion. <laughs> like he'll figure it out, man. You figure, yeah, yeah. But, and the Creed brothers are one of the first, I believe, like. Homegrown talent since 2.0, they get called up. Right, yeah, pretty yeah. much, yeah. So that's pretty dope to see. And then um, with the women and the women in NXT right now, I mean, when two, when 2.0 started, you did they introduced 12 new women to us, and I, I kept like my head was spinning, going like, who, 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 yeah. who the fuck is who, who yeah, are you I now? Feel, I feel like that happens a lot too. It's like every week I see on social media there's someone new. I'm like, who the fuck is this now? I just found out about this person last week. Like, but you gotta, give, you gotta give credit to Shawn Michaels too, because yeah, unlike Tony sure. Khan, Shawn's willing to put three women's matches on the show and give them enough time to for them to develop their ring stuff and their character stuff, character work. 
But again, Listen, a, and- a wrestling mind, baby. HBK is nobody to mess with. I think yeah. a- Angel said earlier, Swerve credits him for the character he has now for his time in NXT. Like, yeah, I think it he makes said sense. It. Yeah, but it, 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 the same yeah. can be said with Raw, which is, um, look, you yeah. had a three-hour show, uh, a three-hour show with Raw. You could at least put two women's matches that's legit um, and give them some kind of something. Wait, or the two-hour, I mean, the three-hour Raw. Like you could mm. give them time yeah. and let them showcase something. Let them, even if it's just backstage stuff, two matches, maybe three if it's available and such. You can do that, and I think right now that's what they've been doing. They've been able to do that. I was kind of uh, weary about giving them the main event. Um, a lot of their shows because their target audience isn't really like horny older guys in that demo. Their real target audience is horny little boys. And honestly, and I, and I say that for real. I say that for because a lot of kids that come with their fathers to the wrestling, the indie shows oh, that they God, come, Jay. they don't come for they don't come for the dudes. They come to see you, the women. Use, use a different word. Don't say kids come. Why not? They're going to come one way or another. I mean, those whatever's advertised, right? Right? Oh, is that what we're doing here? This will be the last. This will be the last time we are on this. We should end it right now. I don't know. <laughs> is, is, that, is, that, is that is that a good point? No, to but stop? They, 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 a lot of times when 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 I see the the their fathers bring their kids and we talk oh, about wrestling, no. he's here for um um you know the the women that's wrestling for the time, mm. uh, Masha Slamovich or. Uh, or um, Jasmine St. Clair. No, she's a porno star. I'm not going to say her. It's somebody. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, they, they come for the women. And that's, oh, yeah, I think I'm that's, for, I think that's a violence. target that they, they should put the women on between 8 and 10 because, you know, kids got to go to school and that's who they want to see during that time. It's a smart move that they do that. Yeah, Jay, exactly. They're, Jay, they're there for Violet. Nobody's there for Violet. Stop <laughs> it. Don't put, don't put this show to a screeching halt. Don't do that. Oh, Horrible. That- Horrible. That had a that had a nerve right there. Ah, oh, Jesus! It, 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 it. Let's just say her matches will make a dick limp. I'll just say that. <laughs> <laughs> anything else? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anything else, Jay? MVPs? Nah, nah, I'm good. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. It's, 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 let's just say that Viagra is prescribed when I have to watch that match. I'll leave it at that. Uh, They're gonna hate me. Happened, they wanna... They're gonna hate me. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else happened in the last week that you guys want to talk about? Yo, Okada going back to TNA. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah, the man said he last never night. worked for TNA again. He's back, baby. Well, it is different owner, so it makes sense. I, I mean, when you're Okada and you're starting off and you have to sell flyers with uh, Jay Lethal next to the Blue Man Group in Orlando. That's, <laughs> you kind of like you want to kill yourself at that point and be like, fuck yeah. me. I mean, when he first started in TNA as whatever the fuck he was, he was like the Green Hornet cosplay yes. guy. Yep. And <laughs> then, he goes to, then he goes to New Japan and he makes himself as the greatest wrestler on God's green earth. And then he was, I will, still, I will, he was still a young boy when he when he was doing yeah. uh, that TNA run, right? Yeah, New Japan said basically like they yeah. put him through the ringer and, and yeah, like, they, they put him through the ringer. I mean, say, I'll never go back. Now, now I think the elephants in the room where in 2024 we're talking about like free agents. Okada is a free agent, and I yep. 
I highly doubt he leaves New Japan, but I was telling you guys off the air, I was like, can you imagine? Can you imagine if he goes to WWE? I don't think so. I don't think that would the ace of New Japan leaves for WWE. Why? Because he likes what to do with Shinsuke Nakamura. And he thinks, oh, let me see if I can get that. I mean, I mean they went 0 for 2 with Jay White and Will Ospreay getting those signings. So would it yeah. be cool to see him in WWE? Of course. I would love to see him there. But I highly doubt they're going to make that move. They got to try the hardest to get um, Okada to join them and try to convince him to go there over AEW or TNA. I think, um, I think Okada needs to stay in New Japan. He's an attraction. Mm-hmm. To see him every week is gonna is gonna mess up his character. Oh, or he's gonna ruin the aura of what he, who he is. Yeah, yeah. The only the only thing I can say about Okada, the possibility of going to WWE, is that he does have friends there. I mean, legit friends. Uh, Nakamura is a legit friend, and Nakamura, his transition to WWE, regardless of what you guys say, and I, and I've always said it on on Turbo Tabloid, was like he doesn't care. He's in the states. He's got yeah. a house. He's able to surf. He's chilling and he's making American good dream. money. Like, yeah, he's always thought, you know, he's talked about with people like, you know, I was able to flourish and bring my family over. I don't have to deal with the headache. And, I, and you guys don't understand. There's a big um, there's a big uh, uh, political issue that's going on in Japan uh, in the next uh, uh, couple of months. And a lot of those talents might want to be able to move away from that to get stateside and such. So uh, with WWE, he like I said, he has that relationship with um, with, with Nakamura. He has that relationship with um, Cody. He has that relationship with even the, the Good Brothers and AJ. Like they, they, you know, they they still have that kind of thing. And if you could bring him in with a um, not a part timer thing. But a situation to where that you can make him the guy that people don't know in New Japan and bring it over, as in like this really top tier excellent wrestler and sell and showcase it. I think he'll be fine. I think the past couple of weeks, it this has been the sell. Uh, you see what they've been doing with the women. They've been putting the the Japanese wrestlers uh, front and center. You got you brought Kyrie Sane back. Kyrie Sane was done and gone. She was never. She looked like she was never going to come back. Thanks, um, Naya. And you got uh, Nakamura now in the middle of a big match uh, build up with with Cody. And I think this is good. Their selling point. They're going to do that pitch. So uh, Okada being out of WWE's uh, um, realm of possibilities, I don't see it. But I don't see him doing it anyway. Because of the flexibility that he may want, this is the reason why Osprey didn't get it. Osprey still wanted that flexibility. Osprey's Ooh, still young, yeah. like I mentioned about MJF. He's still young. He could probably sit there and say, "You know what? I don't want to do the the run around anymore and take these bumps and fucking um ref pro and all this shit. Let me just get a crib in in, in the states and then um call it a career here, and I can still work the way they want me to work." I actually thought that his last run. The past year was an audition for WWE to show them, like, yo, yeah. I can work your style if you want me to. You said that uh, with the match with Jericho, that was a WWE trial match. Yeah, it was a yeah, I definitely said that. Yeah. Me and um and and our boy Good Dead Angel said the same thing. He was like, yeah, this is his tryout match. But if Okada doesn't go to WWE, it's fine. Um, if he right goes to AEW, I think it'll be a, another massive issue for AEW because they got yeah. another big star that they're not going to be able to. They, Man, one thirty. It's going to be the one. 
130 <laughs> guys there. <laughs> but I would like to see, and and and, and, and Nick and Joel, I want to throw your thoughts of um, how can they build a TNA roster? Can they get Okada to be a novelty specialty guy over there? I thought that Will Ospreay and or CM Punk would have been that guy for TNA. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to rebrand or go back to TNA, those two names, Punk and Osprey, were the two guys t- to get that attention from fans who either used to be TNA fans or want to get into TNA now. Right. Um, and they missed out on both of them. Yeah. So I, I personally think that Okada is their last chance to get that name. Because yeah. honestly, their current roster, as great as it is, as great it's like it's star power yeah, shit on exactly exactly because we joel and i talked about this a lot each of one of their shows now like i said I, as good as their television programming is it feels like i'm watching the thunderdome era of wwe the crowd are just not there even though they're physically there they're just lackluster i don't feel anything when i see there's somebody television. there's somebody like by the ring holding up signs saying cheer boo do yeah, something and it's like, <laughs> yeah so it's boring, and they need more star power. At least move out of that arena and go somewhere else. For me, with with Impact and TNA, I've become this. Um, I've been, I've been, I, it's like it reminds me of I I buy emulators, like the the consoles, like emulator consoles, like for you guys yeah. who who are not in the geek world, um, like video game players. I buy yeah. emulators, so I could always pick up that emulator, pick it up, play it, load it to where I was, and just play it. I take Impact and TNA, hopefully, that same way that I don't care about the storyline. I could go watch a pay-per-view or watch a show and just watch it for what it is. Like it, it, That's what I take it as. And I think that's a problem with a lot of wrestling fans because they take it the same way. It's like, I don't have to watch it any week because I can just pick it up whenever I want to see it. And I, and, and I think that they need to do something more to get something to draw eyes to that product. Yeah, definitely. I think Okada can make that change. I just don't know how big. I think like an Osprey would have been better, more because realistically Oka... it would have been Osprey. I think, and then financially too, because Punk, Punk is too much money, and he, CM Punk was definitely destined to go back to WWE. Well, it said it was yeah. up in the air until WWE came knocking, and then was like, "Well, I, I gotta yeah. go there." You know what I mean? Like, but I think, but I think at the end of the day, when we were seeing like, "Oh, CM Punk and TNA," we're all thinking like, "No way." Like even yeah. like the roster, like they like CM Punk, they 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 knew the back of their minds. Like, how are we gonna afford them? Like, uh, and uh, that's why I said like with AEW, if they cut a decent sized amount of the guys, and say like Keith Lee and Jay Lethal go to TNA, they could be their world champion tomorrow, and it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, with Jay Lethal too, like he's losing in the Continental Classic. If he goes back to TNA, where he pretty much started, where his like where his like pretty much his young career and becomes world champion. I mean, not for nothing, but next year, like we may see like fucking Gazarian as the world champion of TNA. People are going to be like, what? Yeah. 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 I mean, the Keith, the Keith Lee is perfect for TNA. I mean, like in WWE, he probably be perfect for that there too. And like Andrade, like Andrade too. Like he wants to go back to WWE, but meanwhile, like they have his replacement already in Santos. Yeah. Cause Santos is everything. Andrade, what they wanted from Andrade yeah. And he speaks it. Santos can so cut a promo. Yeah, so yeah. They, they were like, oh, this is a no-brainer, which I, I love what they're doing with Santos right now. Me I think too. it's incredible. I'm I'm a big fan of his. But, yeah, I, I guess TNA just got to find that 
that one signing that gets people's attention. I mean, I always keep up with it, but I'm just we're wrestling fans, so we're gonna watch it for whatever. But casuals aren't gonna sit down and watch a TNA wrestling show. Yeah, like right now, like, like them resign like PCO, like that doesn't move the move the the fucking needle. But I don't know what Jay screamed, but he. <laughs> Wait, Jay's, Jay's muted right now. He's yeah. talking to himself. <laughs> now nah, I, I did it on purpose because I just want anyone to interrupt. But yeah. Oh, 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 that, oh, oh, that's your impression of the TNA fans. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, bring, um, bring Christian Cage back. Bring him back. Bring yes. Him back. Yeah. Why, why not? Bring up. Bring. Why bring not? a guy who brought the eyes to the product of TNA that time mm. ago. When once when when once he was let go by WWE. Bring him back and, and make him your inaugural champ. Look at the rundown that he could have over there with matches he could get. Mm. You can have Bully Ray. You can have Moose. Uh, you yep. can have Josh Alexander. You have a ton of people that he could have a nice run with and have matches with that could draw eyes to the prize. And it's uh, their their own version of cross-promotion. Let him go over there and, and, and you know, th- let him drop the belt, the TNT title, to Copeland. Let him do that. And then we'll have a, a, a few months in, 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 in TNA and just as a trade-off, just to bring eyes to that, to that product. I'm not mad at that idea. That, yeah. That I, mean, th- I mean, that was their good. plan initially to, they, when, when, when he beat Kenny Omega and they, and he, yeah. and they Christian Cage worked him for a little bit. Cause thing, cause thing it was just TNA, a weird time when that happened. Yeah, like Christian, still, yeah. like the work Christian's doing, keep him on TV. Don't take him off, don't take him off my TV. Because yeah, yeah. then, because then you're putting them on a streaming service that nobody wants to pay for, has like access to. But like, like, like with WWE and AEW, they inadvertently did a trade, right? Like Edge for CM Punk. Like Pretty with much, yeah. with AEW and Impact, like right, like Sammy Callahan left Impact and he's on his way to AEW or any day now. Just send anybody who you're not fucking using in AEW to Impact. Hey, you got a big enough roster. Yeah. Yeah. Might as well. Nick, I know I'm, I'm gonna segue, and I, and, and pardon me because sometimes I get I get my whole uh, my my. By the way, you are a good looking man. Thank you. How drunk are you? And I start. Listen, they always say three beers queer. All right, so um, <laughs> no, I I said it, and I, I'm sorry because sometimes I, I get Jay gets so excited to talk to new people. Yeah, <laughs> but not only yeah. that, I, I I often go into other people's um podcasts, and I'm like. I forget that it's not mine, and I, I forget that I go into the. But Nick, I gotta ask you this. Are you chilling, man? Thank you, sir. Uh, who's the devil? For me, I, I, there's been a lot of people that'll say that Jack Perry. I'm thinking, you know, people say Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. Um, someone said someone brought up the name like Sammy Callahan. Mm. He could be that. He could be there. He's a free agent. Mm. So. Um, you don't have to what do you guys think? You don't have, with, the, with the reveal, if it's somebody not I like Jack Perry Nick. or Adam Cole. I asked Nick. I didn't ask oh, yeah. you. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just wanted, I felt like I didn't want to. It would be cool if it was Sammy Callahan. I would pop for that. But the thing is, I I don't, it most likely going to be Adam Cole. But I also mm. think, in the back of my mind, I think it's also Britt Baker. I know mm. that's like out of the bloom. I know that's probably not what people are expecting to happen. But I do think they're playing the injury to where it's like, let's say if Adam Cole's actually injured and he can't do much, mm-hmm. it'll be cool if they had Britt Baker do the dirty work for him. And I think it's going to eventually lead to a stable that's with Britt Baker, Adam Cole, the Kingdom, 
Roderick Strong and basically revive the kingdom as a whole faction. And then basically you're just replacing Maria with Britt Baker. Because right Maria is not really doing much on AEW television. doing stuff with Ring of Honor. Right. It wouldn't make sense just to randomly bring her back. And she hasn't really done much, again, recently on AEW. So it makes sense to have that power couple with Adam Cole and Britt Baker and the three stooges behind them. Doing all and then when you, you, you hear Adam saying, what are you doing? What are you doing? I did this for you. Let me tell you, Nick, I'll do, I'm going to do my De Niro impression. You're good. You're, you're good, sir. <laughs> Thank That's you. good. You're good. That's actually should, really good booking. Book. Yeah. yeah, that's a good booking right there. Yeah. But yeah, the, 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 you, you, you run into the thing of we're not getting a Britt Baker MJF match. No, <laughs> no, it, it continues the story with her, with, with, with him and Adam Cole. Like, and then you can also gonna, play this. I, I can get Cole sitting there going, "Who are you gonna choose, me or your bitch?" Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's the thing, yeah. Like you don't, he, you basically have Adam Cole still play the side of MJF, yeah, 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 not yeah, knowing cool. that he's also behind good. it. It's actually yeah. really good. So, they was they were saying that the first um, attack that occurred on Jay White, that the 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 um the body was more yeah. was more of a female. So that is actually yeah. pretty good. That's actually yeah. a good. Look. And like the more as it went on, this guy's like good. He's good. Body styles, body mm-hmm. types, and it's like people were saying different people. So I don't know, but that's that was my first thought, and I still stand by that. And I'll stand by with, with her promo, with, well, well, not her promo, but her, her social media. Tweet. It's like, yeah. yeah, I don't get no TV time. And that, yeah, it's good. Listen, what I always said for the longest time, and I'm glad, and this is why I said for for um, my heels of the week on, on Turbocal Tabloid, one of, uh, one of my things was that the social media pundits, the Meltzers, the, the Sean Ross Saps, and all these guys, they won't admit they got worked. WWE worked yeah. you when Punk returned. Y'all was sitting there with, you know, that's ah, never gonna happen. No, the the, the conversations then it, it ended there. They don't want him. They don't want that toxic that toxicity there. He's a cancer and all blah 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 blah. And when he showed up in Survivor Series, everybody went, <laughs> I was you told. Know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> wrestling nowadays to work your audience is social media and i think that is the best thing even with the whole idea with brian danielson finding people on social media yeah. i think it's a fucking work and the biggest marks in the business is not the fans it's the fucking wrestlers and I've, and bret hart has said that the biggest marks in wrestling are the wrestlers and you know what this is a way to work everyone, and it's awesome. And if, if it's what Nick says, which I didn't think about, and I'm mad I didn't fucking think about that shit. I need to drink a little bit more. But <laughs> I have to say, that's a fucking genius idea, and I think it'll make it'll make a great premise for for, for a great run for for 2024 for them. Maybe if you see it on your show, it'll come true. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm steal it. I'm gonna say yeah, that yeah, I made it up. I'm gonna steal it and say I made it up. <laughs> Like I never heard this idea before. I haven't heard anybody say it. Yeah, no one said that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fanatics, what? Like what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this life she never happened. Well, yeah. Do they, yeah. Do you think there's any way O'Reilly is tied to this? I think so. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling he will be. Hopefully, I do hope he comes back to to wrestling. I mean, it, it sucks. It would be it would be horrible for him to go from NXT to AEW and then never wrestle again. I think yeah. he has the whole um Nigel McGuinness um problems. Remember when 
Nigel was like at the fucking te- uh, the, the peak of his game and uh and um he was in ROH and, and he was in a um in TNA and then all of a sudden he just stopped wrestling and everybody didn't you know didn't know what happened and he found out he had like some illness and he just stopped i i think that Kyle, Kyle is in that same kind of boat I you think say, that you say this, and then Nigel McGuinness wrestles Brian Danielson and all in. Nigel hasn't wrestled in. Man, listen, that's well. If you, if you're gonna do Brian Danielson's last match, and if it's gonna be an all in, let it be him versus Nigel. And you know, Nigel and Nigel's been teasing on TV. He's like, "Oh, that fucking Brian, like always sticking his nose in." It would be it, it, it's it's a dream match, definitely. But I think um Brian's last match it'll be um uh, against Brie Bella. That's what it's gonna be. It's gonna be. <laughs> Garcia, Garcia. Oh, Garcia. Garcia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, can't uh, I forgot. Yeah. We, we can't we can't say, we can't say Bella anymore. Garcia. He's gonna fight his wife. So that's what happen. <laughs> and Birdie's the referee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, anything else we want to say before we wrap it up about what happened this week in wrestling? Now we had a bunch of fucking yeah. topics, though. Hour yeah. and a half. I did, and the one thing that I would like to say is that um, I, I believe that 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 um that that tournament that AEW is having is is it's a really good tournament. Is it, it should be um, recognized for the matches that they have, but I think that tournament should have been done. Years ago, it should have been like their launch pad kind of tournament to draw eyes to the product. Okay, because if you could have had it as a yearly event, it would have made more sense than anything else. Like right now, it's just a desperate grab at an audience. And, and, and yeah. um, and although I'm still kind of can, can somebody explain to me the Eddie Kingston thing? Then I thought his oh. belt was going to be defended. So, I, with his I thought it was final. Yeah, no. So what happens is he he's still currently the Ring of Honor New Japan Strong Champions. But didn't he say but, that the belt is on the line for every match? He missed. Uh, yeah, it was a botch on his part. Yeah. He, he wasn't he supposed to say. He wasn't supposed to say every match. Oh, the Jay, belt. I was I was on the same boat with you because I just yeah. figured this out last week because I was like, so he lost the titles and Nick was like, no, no, because yeah. what yeah. happened? Everybody's like, wait, Brody King's the champion. Yeah, yeah that's what Brody. I thought when it happened. <laughs> right. So, so basically, he has to, in order for him to retain it, he has to make it to the finals and win, win the, the tournament. Yeah. Right. yeah. He has to win that if he doesn't make it to the finals, then we're grounding a new champion. It's, they vacated it and they crown a new champion. So he's, oh. in, yeah. So he's still the champion until he makes it or doesn't make it to the finals. Right right now, he's currently like, he's like at the bottom of his like bracket. Like, it's like yeah. he's like last. Like, where, where they're going to definitely tell the story of like, he needs to start winning his oh, okay. matches. All right, yeah, because yeah. I, like I said, I was like, oh, but, but uh, yeah. yeah, the fucker, uh, the fucker okay. said this, and then you yeah, book him yeah. to lose. Uh, are, you, are, you, yeah. are you playing jokes on us, Tony? Nah, it, 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 yeah. Shout out to Eddie. I love that dude. He yeah. he, he gets goofy sometimes, but, uh, but other than that, yo, thanks for you guys for having us on, man. I, I yeah, I know. Most definitely. Thank you for pulling I, up, guys. Exactly. It was awesome. Where can uh, where can everyone find your your content and subscribe to Turnbuckle Tavern? The tab. Yeah, Mike. Yeah, Mike. You do the rundowns. Go ahead, man. Uh, you can follow us at Turnbuckle Tab on X and on Twitter. If you want to follow me uh, personally, it's at m underscore Santino five thirty. Make sure you check us out on all social media outlets. Check us out on the like and group page on Facebook. Make sure you check us out on uh, Instagram at Turbo Tab as well as on uh, our 
TikToks and our YouTubes and as well as, and we're doing a lot more of, of promotions on that, on the YouTubers and all that stuff on Turbocal Tabloid. And be sure you check us out on all podcasting outlets, on all podcasting outlets. We're everywhere. I'll make sure, because I check that shit. I'll make sure that we're everywhere. <laughs> Yeah. If, if you if if I'm on a podcast that uh, a podcast outlet that I'm not on, I make sure I check with my producer. Be like, yo, I'm not here. You better make sure we jump up on that. We're on <laughs> all podcasting outlets at Turnbuckle Tabloid. And once again, thanks to you guys for inviting us and having us on the show, man. You guys, you're are welcome. Awesome. For all the listeners, make sure you go subscribe to both of them, the Turnbuckle Tabloid, and listen to their content. Again, yes, we appreciate you guys coming back. Definitely. We should have you back, is what I meant to say. Mm-hmm. No, you should. You will. Yeah, we will. will. We will. Exactly. Will. Yeah. I should not. We should have I'm known. Wrong word. My apologies. My apologies. This is only the beginning. 2024 and, and is about to be me. insane. Yes, sir. And we're, and we're going to be doing it soon on Turbo Tablet side. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Keep an eye exactly. out for that. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks again, bro. So Thank this has been guys. episode 143. I'm Nick with Joel and the Turbo Tablet. And we'll see you guys next time. Catch you. Oh, 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 oh,